Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power Podcast, the dynamic duo where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I'm of course Ben and it's great to have you company today for episode 191. 191? 191. 291. 291. That's what happens when you're a, um, you know, you've only got your Robin to your Batman in the studio. Uh, so this week on Tone Power, we are joined by John Clawfield to school us on Mythic Legion. So I'm super excited oh, about yeah. this. Uh, he's just been over to the Legion's Con, so he's got a direct uh, insight into what's happening with the Four Horsemen and where the, they're taking this line in the future. But before we get into that, we've got Frank here in the studio. Hello, hello. And I am. Am I Robin or Batman? Have no, we established I, I, this? I'm, I'm definitely Batman. Just because so, your uh, name starts with B. You can be Nightwing. You can be Nightwing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. even worse. You can be Dick. Damien Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, all the way from Luxembourg, the number one holder for a lot of podcasts <laughs> in Luxembourg, we have the almighty John Clawfield. Welcome, John. Cheers, guys. Great to be witches. Awesome. So who awesome. am I now? Am I Robin uh, then, Frank? Oh, <laughs> that puts me in a predicament, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Go on. Uh, I'm trying to think of something really cool. You could be... Um, you mean Commissioner Gordon? Yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Nice. Yep. nice. Excellent. Yeah. So, John, how you been, mate? Oh, great, yeah. Excellent. Still kind of recovering from Legion's Con. Oh, I mean, not, not yeah. recovering in the physical sense. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I was, I think everyone that came back from that was a bit under the weather. Yeah, I did a bunch of COVID tests, got crud, away with yeah, it somehow. Crud, crud, um, but yeah, just, just kind of uh, still on the high of it and kind of slowly coming down. And, you know, you log into your Facebook, to your the Mythic Legions group, uh, Mythic Legions Cabal, and it's just all there again, you know, it's just <laughs> kind of refresh, refresh. <laughs> and then you listen to the various podcasts that are kind of going over what happened and, you know the various uh, social media from the con. It's uh, yeah, because when you're there, you don't really uh, you don't really follow the social media while you're there. You know, no. so it's kind of the few yeah. days after, and and I'm still seeing stuff pop up. And I'm like, oh, kind of missed that. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that your first big con that you've been to, or are you a regular sort of con goer? To yeah, yeah. Or? I mean, there's uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, around here there isn't that much. But sometimes there's a uh, you know kind of toy shows or kind of you know pop culture shows but they would be very kind of different to what you see in the states i think i, th- I think and especially then focused on something i really like yeah. is yeah that's been rare i would nice. say i think your equivalent to your the pop culture stuff that you have over there is very equivalent to what we have in yeah. australia it's just it's a bit not, generic not it's even not the targeted. yeah nowhere yeah. near on the same level nowhere near the the money and things involved into these uh, conventions uh, yeah, to what they get in the US. So what sort of uh, time span uh, flight-wise was it to fly from Luxembourg to um, Legion's Con? So, yeah, so the trip was a two and a bit hour drive from here to Frankfurt Airport. Right. Um, and actually my flight was very early in the morning. It was like half eight in the morning. Mm. So I had to leave in the middle of the night. Yep. 
got there and there's no queues at the whole thing except for this massive big long queue and that was my queue seemed <laughs> <laughs> to be a popular little flight out so yeah that was an eight hour flight over yeah um and then i had loads of time because i went kind of a couple of days before so i actually just hopped on the public transport and made my way across to new jersey that way yeah nice. suitcase yeah. it was great fun so that took another hour or two but when you're at your leisure, it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, just, just you, you didn't have uh, family members in, in tow? No, nothing. I did offer, but yeah, my wife was like, which she would have been back to work on the Monday because it was in the school uh, break. And she said, oh, no, that'll be too much stress. And I said, okay, fine. I'll go myself. That's fine. Don't <laughs> worry. Oh, I'm off then. <laughs> Remember yeah. that we've had and this conversation. Yeah. I did ask yeah. you and you denied. So see you later. Exactly, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the New York Marathon was on that week All weekend, right. and I think that's why there was such a big queue at immigration because that was like an hour and a half in a queue. <laughs> waiting to get in so there's let me get this um, right there's all these like fit elite runners in the queue yeah yeah and they just go yeah yeah, yeah new york new york york and then yeah. they get to there's you all and these just skinny like, people with legion con yeah, yeah sure yeah. On you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all these skinny people with runners tied to the back of their backpack you know like these really kind of you know these in the lycra in like... kind of boomerang shaped runners you know <laughs> um and i was like why why is there all these people i mean is it did they really come all this way to run around central park is that in a tourist attraction <laughs> But uh, yeah, then I kind of Googled, I was like, what's going on in New York this weekend? And that was the first thing that popped off. And I was like, ah, ah that explains sense. it. But yeah, and then the flight back is actually an hour shorter somehow, because I think it must be downwind or something. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. was that was quite sweet. Yeah, nice. it's like when you get on the plane and you're expecting them to say eight hours and they say seven. Like, oh, okay, I can <laughs> and, do it. And much of a... Uh you know time difference it was a big jet lag from yourself or uh, it was five hours so that's not that's and, and actually yeah. that was the weekend where the clocks changed the weekend before in luxembourg the clocks went back an hour and then the weekend after i was in new york for another hour back. <laughs> oh, there you go. so time travel is never... possible is that what you're saying yeah i did time travel <laughs> exactly I, I i would say i never got and never got used to the time difference i think just because i was I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really sleep past five in, in the morning any morning. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think just because there was so much going on, you just wanted to be involved. So yep. kind of sleeping was kind of wasting your time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. We've danced around it enough. Let's get into the Mythic Legion. So you've written a bit of a a sort of a chapter thing about uh, it, you know. Uh, it, has, the... it has multiple mm-hmm. chapters, Ben. <laughs> oh, what, it goes, my it, love letter to Just a bit of background. Scotty, Scotty sort of brokered this topic with with John and, and John went and often and did his homework and due diligence. And uh, often we, we have our, our run sheet that we send through to guests. Here's some of the top, you know, talking points we're going to go to. John's replied with a, let me scroll to the bottom here, 16-page document um, of all things Mythic Legions with multiple... There, there is some images, though, you know? Yes, yes. yes. There is some <laughs> images, you know. <laughs> no, it, it is. We, we're praising it, man. It's it amazing. is fantastic. It is a, it <laughs> is, it's a love story to the this property, and I just yeah think that... 15 pages just wouldn't cut it. So, no, yeah, well it. done. And I yeah. think, I think Scotty, we've <laughs> even discussed about, you know, once this episode is released, hey, would you mind if we, like, shared this document with the Patreons? Because, they, you know, as much as we're going to talk to it, we're never going to be able to cover everything in this. Um, but I think this amount of hard work should be shared with uh, with everyone. 
Yeah, you just say, if you want to come on the show, there you go, guys. Yeah, you <laughs> just need gotta to do, do your homework. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you've been through on the uh, the show uh, a while back. Uh, so we'll skip the yeah. uh, get to know your questions and just get straight into the Mythic Legion's history. We reckon so. Go for it. All so yours. The, so uh, to anyone who knows nothing about Mythic Legions, what is it? Where did it come from? Give us give us the high points. So the first thing is, it's a sword and sorcery style fantasy six inch action figure line. Yep. Or as Travis from My Wife and is going to kill me calls it sword and sandals. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so February 2015, Four Horsemen uh, kicked off this line with a Kickstarter. Uh, initially 22 figures uh, reached its funding goal and went well past that. Loads of stretch goals and ended up with 34 figures and six weapon packs and that was 452k in dollars wow jeez um to date there's 23 total waves of figures so waves. since that tw- and what's, <laughs> so what's, since a, what's that an initial... average wave have like so we you know we talk marvel so, legends five figures we talk yeah. uh he-man so, there's another five figures mm. so currently the kind of uh the kind of routine is they have a kind of a smaller wave at the beginning of the year and they call this the all-stars wave. So they let people vote on some figures yes. yep. and they generally re-release four figures last year. They actually, what they did was they called it an all-stars, it was all-stars five plus. So they actually added a couple of, uh, kind of original figures yes. to the four, um, re-releases. So that was about eight. It's normally six to eight then. Um, they might have, they've often had a kind of another six to eight wave in the middle of the year. And then in November is the big boy where they drop about 10 to 14 figures. Nice. And that's been their big. big So that's the kind of, if you were to budget, that's kind of the budget we'd let go. And there is the odd time drops. Like last year they had a, um, a reinforcements drop, which is basically an in-stock they did a load of uh, they did a big run of legion builders from the initial waves um so these are the slightly cheaper figures with less paint apps which people army build generally or they yes. customize with yep and they just threw it up in their store um i think it was the time with krampus possibly yep. right or it might have been the time where they did the legion's con exclusive um for for last year where they actually sold that as an in stock kind of regular release um, yeah, and that was amazing because then loads of people just suddenly had loads of figures that, you know, instead of waiting for a pre-order, you kind of got your shipping maybe three, four weeks later. Yeah, nice. You got your big box yeah, of figures. Really, so yeah, yeah. that was a, a nice. Yeah, exactly. So they did have a second Kickstarter in 2017. Uh, that was called the Advent of Decay. And that was kind of, they introduced female figures in that one. Uh, that was a huge success. It was over a million dollars. This time, 43 total figures. Uh, the... Yeah, the box, you know, when I didn't go all in on that, that was my, that was when I went in on it. Um, I got maybe 25, 26 figures kind of, which, you know, when I, when I backed it first, you know, I backed a figure, you know, initially in the Kickstarter and then you kind of add your dollars Yes. and I was kind of going, yeah, maybe I'll get six, maybe and you just end up, it's crazy, (laughs) but definitely worth it in hindsight, you know, but uh, yeah, at the time it was a kind of a, you know, what am I doing here? Do I really want to do this? But yeah, but people that were in, you know, there was the guys, uh, I remember there was a, a My Wife Is Gonna Kill Me episode where they opened the whole 43 
Wow. It was just insane. You know, it was just, it was a great episode, but it was just insanity, like yeah. 43 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> figures. You know, you, you can't really take it in. I mean, I know a lot of people got them and they kind of open, I know some guys open one a week and some people are still even opening figures. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah. one a week that's at got, 43, that's, that's, that's almost a year. That's almost that's yeah. a year, yeah. Right? And then if you add, if, if you, you know, as the waves are coming in since then, you know, you're, you're just adding to your pile if you're doing one a week, you know. Jeez. I know there is a guy on the Middle Ages Facebook group. He does that with his son and he has it like he does a wheel. Uh, <laughs> which one and he we kinda, they pick each one each week. Yeah, yeah so that's fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that brings us on. So today, this t- to date, including the wave, the Necronominous wave that was just revealed uh, at Legion's Con or just before Legion's Con this year, there has been 211 figures. That's massive. Released that's, that's almost as many an, Master Universe classics figures yep. were yeah. released. So that's and this a, is an this is an own IP. Yeah. Yeah. You know, small small enough studio. I mean, hugely experienced, obviously, but you know, in terms of resources, yeah. people there. You know, I mean, as far as I'm aware, I mean, there's obviously been other people, but I mean, Eric Credway basically sculpts most of these figures so wow. that's 211 yeah. <laughs> plus all the other work i'm sure he's done over yeah. the years you know yeah. so yeah yeah so this and the breakdown of this is is 181 standard figures so that's uh including the legion builders as well eight trolls at this stage so there's been four plus four re-releases of the trolls yeah. mm-hmm. um with the, with the alternate heads they actually re-engineered the trolls so that they could, so that you could pop the head off because in the initial releases the heads weren't swappable right. well there was right. only one head and it yeah, wasn't swappable yeah, yeah. well it was with a lot of work but you know to the regular action figure collector it wasn't swappable yep. you know yeah um then they have 14 ogres brute scale centaur so ogres are like nine inch brutes are like a little bit less kind of in between the nine inch and the six inch and uh and a centaur and they have eight different horses mounts at this stage including um, the moose <laughs> including the amazing moose yeah, yeah 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 and then on top of that 16 different weapons packs uh including spell packs from uh, the poxus wave three different uh types of wing attachments a heads pack and seven sets of hands and feet packs so it's a lot to be getting on with like that's yeah, yeah. Uh, most importantly john is there a database with all this stuff listed on there? Because this, yes, this boggles if you my mind. Go to, if you go to sourcehorseman.com and go to Mythic Legions, Mythic Checklist, oh, brum. I love it. And there's also, a section, there's also a section on that website called The Armory, hmm. which basically gives you a list of all the weapons, pictures of the weapons, and which figures they came with. Oh, that's it's beautiful. absolute, yeah, it's absolute gravy for anyone that's <laughs> yeah. into this you know and especially someone like you frank yeah that's all down to jeremy gerard who uh was formerly a huge fan of the line now he's the marketing uh, uh sales and marketing director for the studio so he managed to get his dream job yep. and uh, he started working with them by doing the website for them he's done an amazing job and continues to that day and i think honestly honestly i think this is a huge part of the growth is that you can just go to that website and completely get lost in it this is i mean i got a lot of the content for this mm. you know these facts and figures they all come from there of course uh that saved me a lot of time of course, might have been yeah. able to get the info without it but i think it would have been very difficult yeah, you yeah. know you would have been relying on luck so yeah. you, you mentioned so, john that this is uh it's their own ip so is mm-hmm. this 
I assume they've got some lore and mythos that they've built up around this. I mean, the horsemen, yeah. Yeah. very good sculptors, as we know, but they also strike mm-hmm. me as the guys who are, uh, you know, pretty good at telling a story. Yeah, exactly. So to date, I mean, the the lore is off is is uh, a lot in the bios of the characters. So that's kind of where you put it all together. There is some extra bits on the website now, um, and soon there will be a book on the lore uh written by jeremy and eric but uh yeah the so this this uh arm the mythos so mythos is the name of the place that uh, uh mythic legions takes place in and it's broken down into four heroic factions uh four evil factors factions and they're all vying for power and dominance in the realm of mythos and then there's two splinter factions um and they're uh they're basically the sons of the red star and the house of the noble bear. Nice. So, um, yeah, that's basically the lore. I mean, there's people that are really into the lore. I, I, I'm, I have to say, I'm not hugely into it yet because it's not joined up enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, where I haven't invested the time in it. Um, I plan to at some stage. Uh, you know, I have a good overview, but uh, you know, the the real small details. There's people that can tell you, you know, the little bits from bios that link yeah. to <laughs> other things. You know, I, I, I think, often I think is, you know, once this uh, storybook or novel yes, or um, yeah. game or something mm, comes out, yeah. then you then you've got a bit, bit more submerging submersion into so, the uh, you know yeah, world, definitely, and and and, that, and then you just absorb it and. People like yourself who already know, you know, most of the stuff, you just pick it up straight away. Whereas, oh, that makes outs- sense because yeah. of this bio. Yeah. Right? Whereas yeah. outsiders like me might take it, you know, a few different uh, readings or, uh, you know, whatever out of it. So, yeah, yeah props to um, them for, you know, for having the hindsight, for giving them. This is where properties win. You know, yeah. this is why yeah. Transformers beat GoBots is yep. because they put so much more story and world building yeah. into yeah. the story. Whereas GoBots just like, yep. You know, here's a name. He's a transforming he's a, motorbike. Yeah, yeah, and uh, not much. Yeah, else, exactly. So. And and even the releases have been joined up for the last couple of years. So, for example, that big wave I'm talking about that started off with um, the Arathir wave, which was basically the big the big evil faction Arathir against um, the uh, oh the which one was it <laughs> the, the good guys. The good guys, but basically the yeah. So it was the uh, Leodiceus, the army of Leodiceus. Sorry, yeah. So they were the kind of the classic knights. These are these ones up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then since then, so the last one, so there's been four. So there's been three since then, um, and they have all uh, been kind of the good guys against the bad guys. One big evil god. So, for example, in the last one was Necronominus, the big evil. Yep. Uh, skeleton god kind of death in the kind of four horsemen mythology classically so i think that's really been a good kind of way to get so you have all the so that's those eight kind of heroic versus evil factions Mm. that have basically uh gone against each other in those four so you have the two splinter ones so you know here's hoping maybe next november there's going to be a big release on that or maybe during next year they're going to pad out those factions because they have some really interesting characters you know kind of assassins and uh, kind of fun, yeah. uh, fun characters. Do you that people have like, a you know? fa- favorite? Do you yeah. have you know a standout one that you're like, oh, I, I've... I'm team this guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in faction. Mm. Um, yeah, probably the Zylonus flock. So they're the the kind of elves and the yes. 
um, the Rangers and those kind of guys. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. The Rangers and yeah, um, that's the one with the mooses in. Yeah, it always helps. And also the uh, the convocation of Basilia. So they're the kind of uh, magic users. Yep, yep. And they go against the kind of evil uh, Poxus. So kind of uh, let's see, what's he pestilence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and that they're quite a small faction. Actually, have all those guys. Nice. Um, and my favorite figure is in that faction. So the, the Moss Man one, or <laughs> and no, the the Jaguar guy. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's right. Yes. The yep. Moss Man one is in uh, is in Zylona's flock. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. So with with 211 yeah. figures, you're uh, let's say you're someone who is listening to this episode, discovering Mythic Legions. Where do you start? What are the standout figures? What are the what are the real highlights? We obviously can't speak to two hundred and eleven of them. Where, yeah. What are the, what are the big boys? What are the ones that everyone everybody loves? I think I think classically, if you if you ask any kind of veteran Mythic Legions fans, if they said you know what was what would be the figure you'd give to someone to kind of sell them the line, and it would be the Barbarian Builder. Nice. Because okay. it's just a uh, it's just it's just everything that's kind of amazing about the line. So it's a uh, it's a kind of deluxe figure, so it's slightly more expensive uh, than the regular figures. I think it's uh, the $50, $50 mark direct from the Four Horsemen. Um, and that was, a, yeah, it's a Legion builder, but it comes with so much stuff. I mean, you it's basically a barbarian. So it's got the bare arms, the torso, and the bare legs with the armor. Um, and you get, yeah, basically you see the photo there that I've sent you. It's mm-hmm. basically, you know, three different panels of photos of accessories. Um, and you get all the different bits, so you can just pull this apart, make any character you you know of of that can style clar- that you want. Yeah, can I clarify? There's the, the what yeah. I believe is the different helmet attachment. So you think yeah. it's a if you ever played like Diablo or any of those sorts of games, you'd be familiar yeah. with the barbarian. He's got a big bushy beard. He's mm-hmm. got like a big you know sort of double handed axe. Obviously alternate weapons, but what this line does that not a lot of other lines do. All those armor bits are replaceable and swappable. So if you don't like his. Yeah you know, loincloth style armor. You can go with one that looks a bit more sort of samurai-esque. You can change the pauldrons on his shoulders. And the one that's got me is the helmet. But the helmet has, uh, in this case, you think sort of um, uh, Thor-esque type wings on it in the photo example. But all those parts are swappable. So if you wanted to have him with sort of uh, antler style horns or sort of devil horns or bat wings coming off that helmet, that's all in the one package for one figure. Is that what you're telling me? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then, of course, you get other other figures that have those attachments uh, or different attachments or they're painted slightly differently. Oh, you yeah, know, and you can yeah. crack them in, you know. So you could buy you know, this it's all works multiple times and display them in so yeah. many different ways, different configurations, look, uh, yeah. like just an army. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Yeah, without without picking up a paintbrush, you know, yes, without yes. kind of having to, you know, even do that, you know. Yeah, crazy. Um, and then you get you get a couple of other even generic figures or you know figures with a similar color scheme, and you can just you know Lego away with them. Yeah, why not? Crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely have to mention the four horsemen uh, figures. So we got Arathir, Ilithia, Poxus, and Necronominus. So they're the four kind of evil uh, gods. 
they um, look, all look so cool like i'm yeah. just blown away the the uh, um is that aether the uh, red and black one he looks yeah, yeah. just straight from yeah. the fires of hell yeah, yeah. he's uh, a fire demon yeah elithia is a female with uh all the oh look on the horse and everything <laughs> wow oh yeah. yeah very imposing love that that red and yellow really pop nicely yeah. on the horse um Alithia, yeah, she is just like a witch type goth yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. like starcraft queen yes, of blades yes. type thing but yeah just mental <laughs> poxus is yeah. the uh undead uh risen yeah. from you know with like what looks like insect wings or something hanging from the yeah exactly yeah um so we haven't received him in hand yet right. he's going to come early next year yeah um, so it'll be very interesting to see uh, and, and other things, but those wings are translucent. Yes. Um, yeah. So you can kind of see through them. Um, yeah, wow. And then uh, and Necronomicus is a skeleton that we shouted out a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, with uh, sort of dragon bone wings and it, it's um, Skeletor on steroids. Doctor. Oh man, right? it's just yeah. so cool. <laughs> this, this, as as you That's would have God heard, John, I, I said this is. So tempting, like all these skeletons and things. Uh, the yeah, just Grim get Reaper one, you know. And, yeah, just do it. Uh, just I'll do be, it. I, I said from the day <laughs> from ages ago, if I start, I'll be in trouble. I'll you know end up like John, selling everything I've got just to uh, fund Mythic Legions. That's, so I, I won't, I won't send you one then. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's true, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was your tempting, address again? Tempting, tempting. <laughs> yeah. Dear Four Horsemen, please send them one figure. It will yeah. be worth it in the long run. Yeah. So to clarify, you mentioned about these. These all have their um, steeds to go with them because these are the four big yeah. pads. Is that basically exactly? It? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So uh, Arthur is the fire horse. Um, Alithia here with the. She has the amazing soft goods now. They're all wired and everything. Yeah. yeah. They're done by the. If you get any of this, if you've had any of the soft goods, maybe on the Ultimates figures from Super Seven, the really good ones. Yeah. Like uh, I think uh, Mumra's cloak all wired and everything yes yep these are all wired like that i mean honestly there's third-party uh providers of this soft goods you know that would be charging the price of the figure just for the soft yeah, goods yeah. i mean and, and rightly so yeah. because that's yep. you know that's what it costs so it's amazing that they can get their factory to do it to this level um yeah and then poxus has the he has a horse as well it's kind of whitish horse kind of uh this kind of decaying away with yes. kind of greenish kind of pus coming out of the bits of the legs and that kind of stuff and then Necronomus has the skeleton horse that people were hoping they would do, but like not in their wildest dreams did they yeah, think they would do yeah. because that is pretty much all new tooling. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they had a, like an ogre that has a horse head um, yes. that's called Equidron. Yes. That was kind of uh, released as their 25th anniversary figure. And uh, he has a kind of a skeleton-y type horse head. So they kind of thought, oh, they'd be him and then maybe make a, you know, a bit of a leg that's a skeleton and, you know, mm. okay, that's the tooling done. No, this is a full skeleton full horse. Full skeleton yeah. tool, yeah. They're not. It's not just you know a couple of different parts. It's a yeah. whole new, whole new thing. Yeah. And so they've obviously been building to this for a while. So they did, and now they're sort of fleshing out the the steeds yeah. to go with them. Yeah, four horsemen. Oh, gee, where have I heard that before? Like, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's pretty clever the way they've they've sort yeah. of, you know, didn't just give you all of all of the villains in in one go. And these are the mm -hmm. big four. And guess what? They've all got horses now. Do the good guys have horses to go with it? These are the four big bads. Are there four yeah. heroic leaders to to match them? So there there are. Um, I think we have. So we have Etheron, who I don't have, but he's a kind of bird. He he leads the the faction that's opposite this one. He has not been re released yet. He was released in a very early wave, 
they did actually a, a Kickstarter of birds oh, um, in between the kind of, yeah, yeah. He's a kind of a, he's not an eagle, but kind of, uh, yeah. Um, so he's, he's out, but he's very hard to get. Um, they have Zylona, she's a deer. She's, yes, she's, she's been released in the advent of, yeah, 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 this, this white yeah. deer. Yeah. Um, and they have the two other characters as well that lead the other, I can't remember their names now, but they haven't been released. Right. Um, okay. So it's possible that they might be coming at some stage, definitely. Yeah. And I don't know if they will do a kind of a 2.0 version of, of the, uh, of the uh, Etheron and yeah. Zadona. Well, because, when... you know, they're nice figures, but compared to, you know, these guys here, these bad guys, they're, they're, they're not at that level in terms of a figure, you know, with all the extra stuff yes, and all that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I, I th- personally think it's in their best interest to update them into 2.0 and give yeah. them all that yeah. stuff. So then that way the one po- the original then retains its value, yes. you know. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. add some yeah. Yeah. different paint apps and things and yeah. keep, keep and, the journey and also, going, but still honour the uh, And it, they'll pants. also look more suitable with, you know, facing up against these guys, you know. Yes, <laughs> you, know so to the, yeah. you know, there is a different difference in level now. They're at a level now that they weren't at initially, yes. you know. Some wow. of the older figures, they're great, but when you see the newer ones, you kind of wonder why I got this one for, you know, say under $50, you know, on on a site now. Yep. yep. And there's a figure going for a couple of hundred on eBay and it's not as good a figure yeah. or even close. It's you're just paying for the character or, you know, to have that one. Yes. In your hand, you know, being 100%. ticked off your collection. So yeah, tell, tell exactly. us about your favorite figure, the Jagulan Knight. So Balam, so this is the one that uh, that I uh, backed initially in the Advent of Decay Kickstarter. And first it was just a head sculpt. So I love cats. Anyway, we have a good few here. Um, and yeah, I just saw him and I just said, okay, I have to have this figure. Yeah, you know, nice. even if it's just to, to sit alone, just looks amazing. And he has this purple kind of shiny armor. Yep. Um, and it looks really good in photos, but I mean, when you have it in hand, it's even better. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the only ones that I actually subsequently picked up another one just to keep in box, and I just keep it in a box. Yeah. It's in the attic somewhere, and yeah. that'll just you know, just in case anything ever happens to my guy, I'll have yeah. a backup. Nice. You know, nice. just to say this is my you know, and I mean, I think as I said just now, there's probably better figures released since him in terms of you know. Uh, what they've done with the paint and all that, but he's still up there for me. I mean, you know, the head sculpt is really amazing and the armor color, awesome. So, Beautiful. yeah. And you've got a um, special favorite from the Skeletons wave on here as well. Yeah, Brother Mandibulus. So he came, he came actually in that advent of Decay wave, yep. and I mean, he, I think, he was one of those during the Kickstarter where it was like, oh my god, you know, I'm gonna have to get a few more. If they, if they, you know, if they start doing this, I mean, he's an amazing figure. Uh, comes with, uh, he's a uh, black and red uh, color scheme. He's got all this kind of uh, tattered, kind of um, muddied, muckied up uh, soft goods. I mean, it's the old style soft goods, so it's more the kind of, you know, it's not wired or anything, but it's, yeah. it's, um, it's still really nicely done and. Uh, and also with that color scheme, he's just he's just awesome for kind of popping and swapping, like I was talking before with the different figures. He was one of the first ones that I, I got multiples of, swapped them all up, made a couple of... So he comes with a normal skeleton head as well, as well as that one with the kind of helmet and the bone right. sticking out. Yep, yep. Um, so I, I initially had him with these two kind of guards beside him, which were just the regular skeleton heads and kind of mixed and matched the armor yeah. and 
a little bit of armor out of other figures. So that was kind of the start of, you know, popping and swapping them up for me. Cool, cool, cool. Now, yeah, he's, who... and he, he's, I think he's, if they offer him up, because in, in the All-Stars votes, they don't always offer you the opportunity to vote on all the previous figures. But I think if they offer, if they ever offer him up in one of those votes, uh, he'll he'll definitely make it, I think, yeah, in the top nice. four. And that, that's such a great use of the community to say, mm. what do you want us to make next? Uh, Hasbro sort of yeah. loosely done that a few times, and that's... Um, mm. But I, I just think, that, yeah, apart from wonderful figures, they've built a wonderful community, which is just, you know, tribute to, to these guys and their passion. Now, uh, the other thing they're quite passionate about is the fact that anyone who doesn't sort of really know the history of Four Horsemen is... Look, probably 50% of the toys you've ever looked at in toy aisles, if you're into the same sort of stuff we are, probably sculpted by the Four Horsemen, right? You think classic, Master For sure. classics, um, Spawn. Spawn, you know, they've they've touched so many other lines without you realising it because it's got the, um, whatever company's name and logo on it. NECA and Ninja Turtles, the yes. original ones. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They, they've been oh, yeah, those comic ones. Yes, the yeah. comic ones that that was them. Um, I think they're involved with a lot of the Super Seven lines as well, the Ultimate stuff. Um, but uh, people who aren't necessarily familiar with Mythic Legions, but are big Masters fans, would have come across some of these and and looked at them and gone, "Oh, these are some cool customs." But these are actually PowerCon exclusive figures. Do you want to talk us through these ones here that look like yeah. so, Masters? So what they got? call, yeah. What they call them is PowerCon debut figures. So what they do is they bring a couple of cases. So I think, you know, I think it's around 80, 100 each day they, they sell at PowerCon uh, and they sell them together. So for, I think, 40 each um, generally. Yeah. And they're, they're basically, yeah, kind of a homage to different masters characters. Uh, my opinion is they're the gateway drug to a lot of people oh, to get into Mythic Legions, yeah. you know? Yeah. So many people have got them and they're like, oh, cool, I have another representation of, say, uh, you know, uh, a trap jaw now on my shelf from this tribute figure and then they get in hand and they're like, oh, this is a good figure. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, so they started uh, this, I think, very early in the process. So I think it was Wave 1.5, uh, which was called the Covenant of Shadow. Uh, or no, maybe that was the one, it was the one before the Covenant of Shadow, they had this figure called Uncan, which is basically like an orc repainted as uh, as uh, Man-at-Arms. Duncan from Man-at-Arms, yep. Yeah, so Uncan, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that, that that figure now is like 500 plus on eBay. Oh, Easy. wow. It's really hard to get, because of course it, it, it wasn't heavily ordered yeah, originally, yeah, you know. No I mean, it was probably well. heavily ordered within the community that was there at the time but you know all those early figures uh so that's the only one i don't have from from the kind of PowerCon uh debut figures uh i actually repainted a, an orc that i got last year uh for myself yeah nice one to have a kind of representation yeah. on the shelf uh because i'm you know never paying that for because there's no unique parts as such you know all those parts yeah. have been re-released it's a unique paint apps mm. and it's awesome but yeah it's not 500 awesome unfortunately <laughs> yeah um yeah, so they've done a yeah they've done a He-Man versus Skeletor homage. So that's Adamon and Keltus. Um, they've done the Battle Cat Panther. Yep. So that's uh, that. They weren't at the same time. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's Kauros and Purplor. They've done a character called Mylena. Uh, she's in Evelyn. Yes. Yep. Homage. Uh, Krona. He's uh, Trapjaw. 
Uh, more recently, they had uh, Lord Ragul. He was Hordak tribute. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And they had uh, the Shira one. Yes. So that's mm-hmm. Dorina Ornoris, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was called. I, I mean, we, uh, we've mentioned before that Mattel are quite litigious with anyone who sort of uh, comes mm-hmm. near their properties. Do you think because it's the Four Horsemen, because they've worked so they've worked alongside these guys for a long time? Do you think they've just sort of turned a bit of a blind eye and gone, you know what, have your Celtus and and do your stuff over yeah. there? We're not we're not coming after you because ultimately. The, the modern day masters figures basically stand on the shoulders of what the, the horsemen's work effectively. Yeah, I think uh, they have they have some sort of I wouldn't say a formal agreement, but they have some sort of a code of honor with with Mattel or something that they do it, and that's why these these will never be re released as such. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever be in an All Stars vote. I think they've mentioned that before, right? Which also drives the secondary yeah. market yeah. price of the older ones. Um. I, I guess it makes sense in that regard. Then they're not really profiting on yep. on yeah. on the thing in terms of the re-releasing, or you know, because I'm sure they could re-release that old one and uh, yeah. sell yeah, quite a lot. You know, over. who who yeah, would exactly. you? You've got your um, Moss Man coming out, one of the, your favourite characters, and uh, yeah, Steve so he's he's in hand soon. as well. Yeah, right. who he's enhanced? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Who who do you want to see sort of uh, you know next? I think Tongue Lasher would be cool. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. you know, a couple of guys, uh, or definitely a guy called Eric Miller, really good customers. He does a lot of tribute uh, yes. customs. He did an awesome one of him with the Bog Goblin, uh, yep. with the kind of t- the tongue already the coming tongue. out. Yes, yes. Yeah, he would definitely be one. And and they're doing a Stratos, um, aren't they, as well? Yeah, Stratos is coming. He's He was up for pre-order, so he's coming next year. He was at this year's PowerCon. Him and uh, Webster, is that they did a kind That's of right, yeah. Oh, Webster's nice. very skeletal. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, let me think. Master's gone blank. Who would you think as a oh, character? Oh, gosh. I'm just looking at Frank's uh, yeah. setup right now. I... I'm I'm voting for my boy Cyclone. I think you know, given they've Ooh. they've done those cosmic think cosmic legions for Cyclone. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they... Optic, give me optic. Oh, yeah. oh. Optic would fit right yeah. in with but the you cosmic know, stuff. You know and, who, who but, I'm and, thinking. And do you, you remember those wings from uh, from Poxus? Buzz off. Oh yeah. Oh, perfect, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking that would be my other one. Yeah. He was one of my favorites. A bit, mm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. one and, one and done. I'm thinking the Horde Wrath. In in like a Ooh, Grim yeah. Reaper yeah, yeah. style, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm here to take your. Yeah, soul. they could do soft goods for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be uh, really cool. Um, maybe yeah. even a you know a horde trooper, like a, even you know with this and yeah. then uh, interchange Another with cosmic snake. legions. Yeah, yeah snake yeah. troopers and things. Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, oh, God, yeah, yeah, I think it would make sense for them to do to do cosmic legions one next year maybe and kind of because i knew they weren't going to do it i knew they weren't going to do it this year because cosmic legions aren't in hand yet yes and i think it would have been a bit uh salty for people to have the power con kind of ones come out kind of in hand before the pre-order they'd done the previous year we've just seen photos of of the box uh when are they yeah so they were um there was definitely factory paint samples at legions con in a case Mm -hmm. and they looked amazing i mean they looked like the prototypes you know they're and there's, they say there's still some changes to be made on those, so they're not final. But you know, there's they're plastic figures that are painted by the factory, so yeah. they're pretty cool. Um, they're coming, yeah, in first quarter they said this yeah. year. So I think they're hoping to get the shipment out before this Chinese New Year, which is always in February, mm-hmm. and then it probably arrives at them, you know, early 
if they get it done before that should arrive with them by March maybe and they get them start getting them out the door end of March okay. something next like this next year. Yeah. Nice. That is that something be, you're I mean, they yeah, yeah. So I nice. went. I didn't go and go crazy. Now I got an all in on the first two waves, and I picked up a few extras from local retailers right. in Europe. Yeah, yep. online guys. Yeah. So and you don't. They're a bit like Big Bad here. You don't have to. I think it's even the law here. You can't. You can't charge a full pre order price. Um, oh, bring that until the figure is deliverable. That yeah. Bring it Australia. Australia. <laughs> yeah. Australia. Yeah. We're getting burnt over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. We might swing so, to a different topic. Let's talk about Legions yeah. Con 2022. So let's give. Oh, I'd love to hear a from your first point of view, from your first, you know, experience and things. You know, uh, a high, you know, look overview of Legions yeah. Con and how special it was for you to travel all that way. Uh, to meet people you've only ever talked on Facebook with, to uh, actually meet the guys from the My Wife Is Going to Kill Me and the Four Horsemen and all those yeah. uh, legends. Um, yeah, yeah, go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the first thing to do is to put Legions kind of bit in context of what, what drove it initially. I, I mean, I think, the, I think you're aware and probably a lot of people are aware that are kind of even vaguely familiar with Mythic Legions that the customizing community is a huge thing with Mythic Legions. And uh, so the, the the Mythic Legions Cabal, which is now the official Facebook group, I mean, that's full of guys posting their customs and, you know, awesome stuff. And uh, over the years around that uh, has grown up kind of, you know, different uh, small businesses that do 3D printing, uh, different parts, uh, guys selling customs. Um, so that's kind of where Legions Con came from. Um, and initially in 2019, um, it was basically an after meet at this thing called ToyCon New Jersey, which is a pop culture event in very near to the studio, uh, run by a friend of the studio called uh, Joe Viteri. Um, so they had this event, the Four Horsemen went along and uh, they did like a raffle for some figures and there was customizers there selling stuff. And I think there was maybe one uh, company that did the 3D uh, parts. Uh, and it was a success. And then, of course, COVID happened. So the 2020 version was an online version. Mm. Uh, was quite big, though. There was lots of, you know, it was a whole day of online stuff. So it was amazing. Um, and that's when Joe and Jeremy Girard, who's the marketing manager of for Horsemen, they got together uh, for that one um, to basically run it as an event. And then they decided in 2021 they were going to do a full day in-person event. Mm which is what it was. And it was the day after ToyCon New Jersey that year in November. Um, and then this year is expanded to a two day event. Wow. And after watching 2021 from afar, um, I decided, okay, I have to go to this if I can at all do it. Nice. So the first uh, result was it fell in the school holidays here, uh, which was uh, quite useful for me in terms of negotiating the time. Mm. Um, cause I do a lot of the stuff with the kids. So that obviously made it a lot easier for me, uh, to get, to get the exit uh, visa, shall we <laughs> say, yeah. I did, as I, as I mentioned to you, I think before we started recording, I did offer uh, the whole family to come, but they, <laughs> I did not do this time. Just let me off and figure it out myself. So I think declined, that probably yeah. worked. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that worked. Um, yeah. So I just, I booked, you know, booked the hotel, uh, when it became available, booked the tickets when it became available, booked the flight, uh, when I knew the dates. Um, 
they do run this uh, whole Mythic Weekend uh, concept now. So they have on the Thursday, they have this thing called Intern for a Day, yes, which you can sign up for. Uh, it's become so popular now that they have a lottery. So you sign up for a lottery and then if you get pulled out, you can go. And there's a charge for that. I think you have to pay 300, but you can bring a mate along. So it's basically, you you know, if if one of your mates gets it, you could split the cost, I suppose, and go together. Uh, That's a whole day at the studio where they do awesome stuff. You show you, you know, they give you a painting demo, sculpting demo. They show how everything works, uh, how they do things. Uh, So just amazing. Like if you're a fan of the Four Horsemen or of the line at all, I mean, I think. So when that was announced, I kind of decided that, you know, because it was a lottery, I wasn't sure if I was going to go. Uh, and then to spend an extra day, or I wasn't sure if I was going to get it, and then to spend an extra day there, you know, and not get in, I was like, oh, you know, so I just decided to cut my losses and, and yeah. uh, book yeah. the flight that I was arriving on that day, but later in the day, yeah. and that worked better for me this year. Um, and from last year, what I think is a huge attraction of the intern as well, is that basically they invite everyone back to the studio the next day, for their online event called GCon, which is where they really reveal the big wave. And they sit in the audience basically for the reveals. Oh, wow. So last year, last year they did the stream in a separate room in the building and they had the audience with a big screen. This year they decided a better, better option because there was a bit of a delay and it was a bit awkward online Mm. was to have everyone in the same room and they were up at a table. So it was amazing. Um, so that was it. And then the, Friday night then is the setup night for Legion's Con over at the hotel and Saturday, Sunday is the con. And then the awesome thing about this con was, I mean, I mean I'm not experienced with going to many, but is that it was all at the one hotel. Yeah, so you had the, con, the big, huge uh, yeah. hall and then everyone was basically staying in the hotel. A couple of people maybe got some cheaper hotels nearby or when the hotel sold out because it eventually did. Yep. I suppose you had to get a different hotel. But it was very self-contained and it was really, really good because of that. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, so and then basically I saw a post on the Mythic Legions Cabal on Thursday evening uh, that somebody was arranging a projector uh, to watch the uh, G-Con event on the Friday. So I was like, okay, Friday is sorted. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, it was this guy called Chris Ferrone. He runs a, a little venture called Mythic Bits. They sell all kind of uh, 3D parts. And it's a lot of these clip-on beards for dwarfs. Really cool stuff. I did get stuff off him. So he, he total legend. He went to Walmart, bought a projector, set it up in the conference room. Oh, what a hero. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically Not said, yeah, yeah he just yeah, definitely. hit it. He, and he, he was, was, uh, he was flying in. <laughs> yeah, he flew in from Seattle. So he was, you know, he was nearly the same length flight of me. He was coming from the other side of the States. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he had the time difference going the other way. Uh, yeah. And he was, uh, he was looking pretty tired. He actually went up for an hour's sleep and left his mate there to run the kind of <laughs> iPad in case that it broke during it, uh, which I don't blame him for. Yeah, so then that was the third. So I got there on the Thursday afternoon. That was the intern day. Uh, as I said, I did the kind of cross, uh, I did the cross town uh, trip. And uh, I decided, okay, it was, about, it was about five o'clock. I said, okay, I'll unpack. And then I sat in the bed and I said, oh, I'll just have a shower. And then I'll lie in the bed and, you know, I'll decide what to do. And I knew from watching on the, uh, on their Facebook that the My Wife is Gonna Kill Me guys would be at some stage arriving early in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I was sure they'd be around for, you know, drink in the lobby or something. It'd be cool to meet them. 
Uh, and I woke up at 5am on my bed. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that was for the best. Oh, you, but, you probably uh, yeah. wouldn't have lasted otherwise. Yeah. Jet lag and all yeah, that. Exactly. I think that was very wise. That was your body telling yeah. you that you needed a yeah, boost. It. And you, you're in for a big few days ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. So it wasn't, it wasn't than, uh, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt a bit antisocial, but I was also at the same time going, oh, there's plenty of people that they won't miss me for the first day for sure. Um Yes, yeah, so then I've, you know, at around eight or whatever, I headed down for breakfast. Uh, this guy was coming towards the lift in the Mythic Legions t-shirt. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to talk to anyone with a Mythic Legions yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, so, well, that's what you know, you're there for. How's that's it going, mate? You know, how are you? And uh, expecting a guy to speak American and it was an English guy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my chances. God. Yeah. It's like another foreigner. Amazing. So that was Malcolm Kennedy from the UK. So uh, yeah, we went for breakfast together. We hung out the whole weekend together. Then I was nice. kind of too... Of the three, there was another guy, Richard Jones, who I'd been in contact with uh, over chat. So he joined up with us later in the day to watch the event. So we were the kind of three amigos from the foreign side of the pond. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Along with uh, the My Wife's Gonna Kill Me guys had uh, Emil Wickman and yes. Tomas Rydberg. Uh, yes. They were over with them in uh, Michigan for the few days before. So they traveled with them. And Emil had a table at the con for his customs and stuff. So... They were in that group. So we were the kind of five foreigners, but myself, Malcolm and Richard were the kind of ones that were just kind of constantly wandering the floor and, yeah. you know, hanging out and kind of hanging out with those guys. Yeah. So and then uh, pretty surreally and completely out of context, you see all the my wife is going to kill me guys just there having breakfast. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I see these guys on YouTube and I see them on, you know, their group. And it's like, he's over there. It's kind of strange, you know, it's it's a bit weird. They're just normal people so i just went over and said hey you know they always said you know make sure you introduce yourself because we necessarily don't know you even yeah, though you yeah. know us you know <laughs> i went straight over and uh yeah, hugs all around and uh i had a good chat they were heading off to the gcon event they yes. were involved in it yes so uh yeah so uh we basically said see you later and uh, uh that's what we did <laughs> um yeah so then after the after the whole gcon thing chilled out for a while and then was kind of setup time, and uh, this guy uh, from a company called Wolfkin Customs, he runs it, uh, Len LaGuardia, total legend. He had put a post up uh, earlier in the year saying, if any fans who don't want to kind of sell or, you know, run a stand, if I have some space in my booth, if you want to display your customs. Oh. So I got in contact with him and said, I have a chef of customs, Len, be cool. And he said, absolutely, yeah, bring them. He said, do you want me, do you want to ship them to me? And I said, oh, no, I managed to bring them. Yeah. So, uh Totally cool. So I went down with my box of customs to the lobby and kind of uh, tried to get Len. He was coming in with huge, uh, big, uh, you know, those things on wheels with boxes. Uh, sack truck. That kind of, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I just said, okay, Len, I'll, I'll be in you in a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I was chatting to one of the guys, uh, I think it was Travis, and he just said, oh, look here, you have my badge and you can go in and set, oh, set up your customs wow. for Len, Jeez. you know. So I, so I got into the exhibitor hall um went over to len and he just said look that's cool just talk to the other couple of guys that are doing the same thing as you so we figured out shelf and you know everyone was really nice he'd made a sign for me with my name oh, and i'm yeah, from luxembourg uh, yeah, proper quality this. sign i yeah, I, I took yeah. it home with me because i guessed he wouldn't have any use for it it's, it's amazing um because yeah, yeah. len i think len's day job is he does a screen printing business oh, perfect um and he does this he's pretty pretty heavy on the 3d printing now so he's legend for all that kind of stuff yeah so if you like i set up my customs i kind of got a little sneak preview around a few boots uh even one or two guys were selling stuff so i picked up a few 3d heads uh 
just just because just because you were there, there. You were there. Yeah. early access there's no man. shipping on these wow yeah flying under and, the radar um, that's nice. it yeah. yeah exactly and I had a little look at the four horsemen table and you'll see what figures were, were available because <laughs> they had a table that was basically selling you know kind of stock and then the, this behind that was the legions con exclusive table so I got a little yeah. peek at those to see what they were and they constantly rotated the stock as it sold yes. out so you yes. know even if you're first in the queue you mightn't necessarily get the figures you were thinking but then later in the day those figures could pop up you know yeah. 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 So that was cool. And then we just, uh, yeah, the thing about the hotel was there was no bar, but what? they were really, really cool. And they just allowed us to kind of hang out in the lobby. And it was quite a big lobby and bring our own little six pack or whatever and, uh, oh, okay. and drink. Cool. And everyone was amazingly well behaved. During the whole con, there was the kind of two big glass cases uh, and the huge, massive ogre. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Which when he came during the, we were watching the G con on the thing and somebody went out to the bathroom I think and they had mentioned it on the G-Con that some of them were going to the hotel to set something up and we just thought it was in the room you know mm-hmm. and somebody said you have to go down the corridor you have to go down <laughs> and see what's going on and then just people were running out and back and going oh my god so, uh, yeah and it's basically a life-size uh, uh, the figure is called Kurzog is a massive ogre uh, and it's basically two scale so you know it, it wow. was nine ten ten life feet size. tall or something you know <laughs> Just incredible. Yeah, so none of that was damaged despite the fact that we were all kind of hanging around the lobby boozing all weekend, but everyone was uh, very respectful. It was awesome. That's awesome. That's that, That's a true yeah. dedication to the fans. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. You've you mentioned exactly. a couple of times, and as you said, you got uh, you got your own shelf at this con that you go to mm. to display your customs. Talk us through a little bit your customizing journey and, and where that sort of started. Were you doing that pre-Mythic Legions or did it all sort of spin out from these guys? No, it was uh, really, I mean, I've always been a little bit artistic. I loved art in school, but never really pursued it. Um, a lot of my time, my hobby time was taken up with golf. I played golf um, <laughs> nice. and uh, yeah, that takes a lot of time and I've done that since a kid. So um you know, never really put time into it. And then it was like, okay, Mythic Legions came out, had a bit of time, inspired totally by, you know, the the, the group. And, you know, previous to the Facebook yeah, group, yeah. they had a message board and there was cool stuff on there. Um, and yeah, I got the Ogre Legion Builder in 29, uh, 2019, maybe November. And I'd seen people do kind of, you know, little, because the armor was quite plain. It was cool, but it was quite plain do some dry brushing of metallic over the armor. So I decided I was in a hobby shop and I bought a few paints and basically did that. Turned out really cool from what I could see, you know, or certainly for the level I was at zero. So <laughs> from zero to what, what it turned out like, I was like, okay, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> um, and then there's lots of, uh, you know, there's lots of kind of tutorials in the group. Uh, I think Jeremy himself, Jeremy Gerard, um, he has his own channel called Mythic Customs, so he had a lot of cool stuff up there about customizing. Uh, and uh, Nikki Nicole Cheney, another really good customizer who had a table at Legion, kind of amazing painted stuff. I mean, just amazing. Mm-hmm. She sold out on day one, like yeah, pretty much, wow. you know, and wow. with I don't know how many heads, but loads mm-hmm. um, and customs. Um, so, yeah, just kind of learned a lot from those stuff, then went down the rabbit hole of, of YouTube watching uh, miniature painters. So, you know, the kind of little Warhammer men. Yes. I yep. mean, the painting uh, principles itself are the same. So, you know, yes. getting tips and tricks for that. Nice. And um, yeah, and then just decided to go for it. Unfortunately, at that time, then, the, you know, with COVID and everything, there wasn't much stuff shipping. And I hadn't yeah. been hugely in, you know, I didn't have a huge amount of stock of stuff like I do now. 
mm. shall we say. So, oh, you know, I didn't have figures yeah. to kind of pop apart as, as much. Uh, but then as the kind of pandemic hit, I decided to do the customs that I did for you guys. Yes, yes. thank you for that. Oh, let let me yeah. be the first no one problem. to say uh, no personal thank you. Amazing. And amazing to find out that these were the first, you know, head-to-toe customs well, yeah, you yeah. did. That's yeah. insane. That makes and it I mean, more I, Okay, never, re- never revisit your art, but I'd love to get another go. Oh. <laughs> so and then, and then but, to, you know, that's what you learn. Yeah, and then going and on. The but process. that's not to take away from what they what they are. I mean, no, no, I hope you still like them, you know, but... Uh, oh, I like they're, yeah, they're it's very always, pride it's always with everything. Honestly, like... On my Supergirl shelf, people yeah, it's quite there's quite a lot of Supergirls on there, and people go, mm-hmm. "What's what's your favorite one?" And I always point to yeah. yours because I'm like, oh, "This one, thanks, you Frank. will never find another one like this. This is the only thanks, one Frank. in existence, and it is is beautiful." Yeah, yeah, the one of a kind. I actually because you know they they got lost in the mail, of course. Yes. We, oh, all that. we know yeah. the famous story. Yeah, tell, tell us, uh, <laughs> I actually tell us from set, your I actually set up point of I view, actually yeah. set up an eBay search for the name of the characters that ah. I put in case that somebody ever found the box, stuck them on eBay, and obviously they would list them as what's listed on the box. Yeah. Who was the Mythic, mythic Batman. Supergirl? Uh-huh. No, yeah, Mythic <laughs> Batman. You know, they were all kind of uh, mythic uh, Shredder eBay and searches. Mythic, uh, and then the odd time I would get a hit. But it would be like, I, I often got a hit for Mythic Shredder, but it was some sort of a weird uh, tool, you know, for, yeah, right. for yeah. cutting stuff or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. And what was um, that, seven months or nine months? Or yeah, it was from nine months May gone. until, yeah, yeah, it was from May. I think I shipped them in May and it was January, maybe. Yeah, January, you yeah. You t- right. texted me and it was like, oh my God. It was like, it's I remember I was, walking, I was walking back from the bus, I think, dropped my kids off at the school bus and, uh, Got this message on Messenger. And I was like, oh my God, just dancing around the place. Yeah, I couldn't believe I yeah. came home because we've got this uh, long driveway and there's a little bit of a uh, area, um, corner area undercover. And then it's our back gate. Yeah. And a lot of the times, because uh, it's completely hidden from the street, a lot of the times yeah. the um, postie will go and drop it in that corner because it's, mm. you know, um, secure. Com- yeah. Secure. And one time I get home and your box is sitting there and I could, I, you know, seen it from yeah. Jim Plot and I'm like, oh, no way. This can't be the same <laughs> one. And I was just like shaking. I just couldn't believe it. And then to find out that you'd put your uh, time, yeah. your effort, your yep. blood, yeah, sweat yeah. and tears into it, that it was customs. It just oh, made yeah, me you feel, didn't know what it is, yeah. of course. No, I, I never right, told you yeah. what it was. Couldn't, couldn't. We can't imagine from, from your perspective that you put all this oh, you know, yeah, hard sucked, work yeah. into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And there must have yeah. been a point where you've just written it off and gone, it's it's gone. It's 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 lost in the system. Yeah. We're never yeah. seeing it. Yeah. And then to the, for that to all come back around finally. And it's and it's funny talking to one of our other page fresh. Yes. Who yep. works yeah. in Australia Post and we sort of told you know, told this story and he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, when I first started Australia Post, he, he was looking at being shown the place and looked around and he said, what's that box under there? And so I went, I don't know. That's been there for a couple of years now. Like literally there was oh corners God. of this place where there was just people's yeah. stuff that was just tucked away in corners. So he goes, the fact that it took nine months to get there, he goes, it didn't surprise him. As someone who works in that system, in that industry, yeah. he always went, yeah, I believe that. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. And, and- the way it happened because they shipped it with tracking but they have these two two types of tracking here and there's one that works in europe and you need to do a different one to go outside of europe so it's registered mail versus this track and uh, trace thing they have and obviously that that one was the cheaper one i it was yeah it was kind of the time in covid where 
only one of us were going out. So it was my wife because mm. she was kind of, uh, yeah. she's a teacher. Yeah, so yeah. she was That's always going into school. So I said, will you post this, you know? And so she went to the post office and did it all and got the tracking. And then the tracking never worked. And, oh. I, and then I rang them and they were like, oh, that only works in. And, you know, this is tiny little asterisk at the bottom of the website where yeah, if you yeah, click yeah. on it and you go, oh, yeah, it's not Australia. Of- not America. <laughs> so I learned my lesson there and uh, that won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all good. Thank, thank but, you. Uh, thank in you. case thank anyone you. is ever in case anyone's ever wanting to, to get something off me, that won't happen yeah. again. Don't worry. Guys. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. it was not my fault. All right. And tell um, us about yeah. some of your, your um, you know, so you've obviously made more and more customs and things. You've got a whole mm. spread of uh heads here and things so you know what what do you normally do do you pick apart characters and make your own or do you you know buy um yeah, heads so, and things or mm. yeah how do you go about so it so i'd say you the customs i did for you is definitely the most coherent plan i've done to date mm. uh, which is amazing because it was my first ones but i got all the <laughs> figures i kind of did them you know unpainted kind of put them all together how i would like them and i was like okay that's perfect now i'll, I'll start painting nice. yeah um I mean, since then, I mean, obviously I wanted to paint more and get a bit, you know, what I thought better. I'm, I'm one of these people that, you know, I'm, I'm very, I look at someone else's customs and I won't see any faults with it. I look at my own and I'll just see every little yeah, thing that I missed, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to get better. Um, and then I, I started to buy a lot of uh, 3D printed heads uh, because figures, especially back in that time, as I said, they weren't, wasn't as easy to get figures that you could just kind of use for paint. You know, if you're getting figures, it was like, okay, well, you know, I can only get one of these, so yeah. you know I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Try wrecking it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because I try and keep at least one of each character, you know. Yeah. Original. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I got loads of 3D parts over that year and the year after, and kind yeah. of just started painting heads different ways. You know, maybe I saw something that I wanted to kind of do the same on the group, or you know, something that kind of inspired me to do, it. and I was like, oh, I have this other head. Maybe I could do it in that style. Um. Yeah. So then I built up a lot of heads. Um. I did start to make my own some of my own characters with them. Um, and nowadays I kind of do a combination of both. So I do the, you know, I, I do paint heads that I have. Um, and some of them I do have plans for particular customs that I have in mind. Nice. Um, and so I make the whole custom together. I think the hardest thing I find with the with it is if you're doing a head for a particular figure and you need to match the, you know, the paint on that figure, that's where it can be trickier. Yes. There is some cheats and ways around it. Uh, I found some good matches for certain characters, but for others, it's still a bit tricky. And skin tones, uh, like Steve from My Wife is Gonna Kill Me, he's painted his skin tones always match amazing. I got a head oh. off him in Legion's Con, and you can just stick it on the kind of barbarian builder and it matches the skin tone. It's very human skin tone is really, if you see anyone, if anyone shows you a head and it's really well painted human skin tone that is way harder than anything yeah. you've seen i can only imagine yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, just, I've done a few yeah. very amateur uh, paints mm-hmm. myself even on like he-man figures and things and just painting a regular he-man and having the whole body toes you know everything yeah, the the, and color. just trying yeah. to get a skin tone that i'm comfortable with it i to this day it looks more orange than you know the regular gold yeah. uh skin tone that i was looking for but it's the best what I got, you know. It's yeah, only for yeah. me. It's That's it's it. not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. But uh, I yeah, yeah it, it, I, I I applaud your efforts and uh, I understand your um you know yeah. Everyone's yeah, and, I mean I, I yeah, yeah I, I don't think I'd be overly worried sometimes if it's for myself, but you yes. know sometimes I try and sell them on the group or you know I think maybe in the future I'll have plans to maybe even get a get a table at Legion's yes. Cons yep. in the future and yep. sell heads. 
And then you kind of feel obliged, you know, I want the person to go home. I don't want them to have to mess with this head. I just want yeah. them to be able to plunk it on and go, wow, yeah, I've got a new figure sense. and I'm happy. Yeah. Yep. You know, when yep. they pay the money, I think that's generally the attitude, yep. you know. Um, but yeah, it can be tricky, but yep. great fun. You know, I think it's my kind of relaxing time. If I really want to, if I'm stressed about anything, I can just go and just Do some open paint. the paint box. And, yeah, yeah, sweet. I think I have more paint than <laughs> Mythic Legions figures now, which is really, yeah, that's a shame. So, so the golf no. sticks have, have gone away then? Uh, it's all oh, about paintbrush? still there, but I've kind of, I think it's winter, summer, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's yep. the way it's split up. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I mean, golf for me is still a good social scene. You know, I have a lot of mates in that, but yeah, sure. not as serious anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So we've talked about sort of what got us to this point with uh, Mythic Legions and obviously the con. Mm-hmm. Where to from here? We've we've dropped the term Mythic uh, or Cosmic Legions a couple of times for people who aren't mm-hmm. familiar. What is what does the future of Mythic Legions look like? Yeah, so I think uh, Cosmic Legions first and foremost. So that is basically their space uh, Legions line as such. Two waves so far, uh, not in hand yet. First one soon, and I think the second one will follow quite quickly after. Uh, first thing to note about them: all the parts compatible, for the most oh, part, with wow. Mythic Legions. Brilliant. So if you if you see a like a, a piece of armor or a hand or a you know a shoulder that you want to put on your Mythic Legions figure, maybe paint it up in a different color or you know whatever, or a head, you just everything is wow. Uh, so that is going to and and for them as well because when they design new characters. I can see when we start getting the you know cosmic in hand, then they'll be able to use those parts in mythic yeah, for themselves. You know they've been they've of, been uh, yeah, parts, yeah. yeah. So yeah, just to see to see that would be amazing. I think as we mentioned, fun to see if they do powercon uh, cosmic legions. Mm-hmm. Would love to I, see that. Honestly, before this chat, I hadn't even thought of that, and yeah. now I yeah. can't stop thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> you want to see it? I just Sorry. I'm just so excited. <laughs> like you know, even Zodiac. Zodak, like, you know, yeah. many faces. Cosmic, like, Enfor- Cosmic Enforcer. Yeah, yeah. Like just, <laughs> there you go. This goes on. You know, I, I automatically think New Adventures, but then I'm looking at the mm. original barbaric characters and, and seeing yeah. translations where they could be easily, um, you know, molded into Cosmic more than mm. barbaric. Uh, and I just think that's Claim champ. fantastic. Like, could be, yeah. yeah. That'd be Definitely, cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've started up as well... Um, Cosmic Legions, I think from the start, the first thing to say is, I mean, they have a photographer now that does all the photographs. You know, one six shooter, yes, Trevor Williams. Yes, yes. Amazing. He does all the photo, the product photographs for uh, Legions now. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I chatted to him at LegionsCon. Super, super nice guy. Got loads of cool stuff from me. He had a calendar. He had uh, prints. Wow. First table I went to at the con uh, was Trevor. It was like, I have to get this calendar and these prints before... Yeah. They sell out, you know. Yeah. I watched a time lapse of him setting up the uh, Aether, yeah. is it the the red and yeah. yellow Arithia, character, yeah. and and yeah. like he made it look so easy. Like he just puts a few rocks down, a few light effects to light up some yeah. uh, you know clear fire effects and things. Like I could do that. No, I can't. He does a little hour long demo at Legion. What is it? The intern for a day. You know, when you visit the studio, he's actually there as well wow. but uh, yeah and he's often dealing with prototypes so these are these red resin yeah. parts 
they're basically hardly poseable. Yeah. You yeah. often have to unglue and re-glue them. Wow. Uh, and you see the photos he makes with them. Uh, I think he's also relieved when he gets them in hand, just that he can take the proper photos yeah. he wants yeah. to himself, yeah. <laughs> where he can actually, uh, no you know, articulate them the way he wanted. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, to say more about Cosmic, I mean, it, it, they started also... Along with Trevor's amazing pictures, they started off with more fleshed out lore. Mm. So the first two waves are book one and book two. That's what they're called. Yeah. Uh, Halvard Guitar, book one and book two. Um, so the bios have a more coherent narrative. There's a little bit of lore on the website, which again, I'm not uh, quite there with it yet. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all joined up. If you want to be that guy, it's joined up. I imagine in the future, there will be more lore contact for Cosmic uh, but I think that they, you know, that's what they wanted to hook people in, mm. you know, yeah, so they, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think for Legions Con 2023, I think it's going to be cosmic heavy. Yeah. I think if you're yeah. into cosmic Legions Con 23 would be from my vantage point, I would see that it would be cosmic heavy. Let's yeah. see, but mm. I wouldn't really would not be surprised. Yeah, um, and the future for Legions itself, I mean, the book we, we mentioned uh, that Jeremy and Eric are doing, he's going to have, I think it's, uh, so Wednesday, the, what are we now, the 27th? So I think the 30th of November is Wednesday on his weekly YouTube. He will do a redo of his panel from Legions Con. So not the actual recording, but like he will redo it where he's talking about the book and the various things. And I think he even reads a couple of pages from the oh, book. Beautiful. Yeah. So just so this book, just to clarify, to... is it a comic book or is it a novel? No, it's like a kind of a novel. So, nice. you Excellent. know, yeah. I would imagine a bit like in the style of those uh, Dungeons and Dragons books. Yes, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, yep. with kind of really lore. So it's kind of serious, yeah. you know, yes. talking about the lore and the war between the different factions and yeah. everything. Right. I don't know if there's going to be some pictures in there or not. Yeah. Um, but it's more, yeah, it's more narrative heavy yep. and really like a story kind of book Beautiful. rather than Beautiful. Yeah, I, like I, a toy guide or anything call like that. It now, I might even pick that up because yeah. I'm getting back into reading novels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I moved on all my comic books recently and I'm, uh, you know, looking at my uh, book display and I'm like, I've got so much reading yeah, opportunities material, here yeah. that I could keep reading for the next decade without, you know, yeah. So I'm rereading yeah. all my aliens and things. Uh, but if there's something, I'm I'm now getting deeper into what I've already read, you know, 15 years ago. Uh, I'd be keen yeah. to pick something new up, yep. and um, you know, if Cosmic and Mythic Legions has that to offer, then I might even grab that. You're not saying I'm buying the toys just no. yet, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. that could wait, be a gateway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Starts with a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, John, if yeah. you were if you were running. Uh, mythic legions if you were one of the four horsemen let's say and you had a bit of sway over the direction of the line of of going back to mythic legions as opposed to cosmic we know cosmic yeah. is their new shiny Where, yeah. what, what's something you would want to put into the line or, or the, something yeah I'd, I'd, i mean i'd love to see them maybe throw in uh every year like a wave that's specifically on a certain type of character yes. so for example the okay. goblins or the dwarves uh I kind of understand why they maybe don't do that. I'm not sure it's the most financially. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, I think it's better to maybe splinter these. There are some, there are huge fans of dwarfs and goblins in Mythic Legions, uh, but I think they're just very kind of, you know, really mega fans. And I don't think the numbers are there to carry a whole line, a whole wave, mm. but I'd love to see stuff like that. I think, as I mentioned previously, I'd love the next uh, big wave to be the two splinter factions. 
going against each other, maybe flesh that all out. Um, and the Where's My Dragon? Yes. 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 Give us the dragon. Would, uh, yep. Yeah. Does this I mean, ideal dragon big, but, must you know, have wings? Is it, you know, on all fours? Yeah. Or is it two legs big and, and wings, the right? arms are wings? Or <laughs> what sort of, you know, version of I mean, a dragon? I mean, the, the Legion's gone exclusive day one. I mean, he has wings. Look oh, at yes. that. Yes. <laughs> oh. I'd like it a bit bigger than that. But uh, yeah, I think it has to be kind of, you know, a bit like in the style of the Game of Thrones dragons. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yes. but. Uh, obviously with their own take on it, I really want it to look like, and it will look like, you know, that it came from the Four Horsemen and it, it is Mythic Legions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, some people want a three foot dragon. I think I'm not, I'm not quite there. I mean, that's just too big. Yeah. Who has a shelf for that? And maybe who has a wallet for that? Especially for <laughs> one yeah. figure riding it. You, you, you almost want a more proportional size uh, dragon for yeah. one figure. You yeah. know, you, you almost want to train if it's going to be that big, you know, and cart multiple yeah. characters yeah. around. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you look at the trolls, they're what, they're what, 110 now, direct from the horsemen, mm. probably 160 if you're getting them uh, at retail. Uh, so I'd like the dragon to fit somewhere in the two to 300, maybe, yes. yep. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that Especially makes it kind of affordable. Ordering... I don't know if that's possible or, you know, yeah, I mean, that, that might yeah. be me being totally that... unrealistic, but I think that would be perfect. And I, the way they reinvest in the line, and I think that's another point to say about the line that it, I think they will continue, but the way they reinvest in the line to keep the price point broadly the same, I mean, it went up maybe two bucks last year for the regular, and that was the first time since the start. Mm. Um, but they seem to be working on the theory, let's grow the line, let's have more orders coming in. And make money off that than like just creaming what you have. You know, that we have say we have a thousand fans. We're gonna just screw them for every dollar they have. Instead, we're gonna grow it to two, three, four, five, whatever thousand and keep the quality going, keep the you know, keep the price point broadly similar. You know, there is stuff that's gonna be outside of their control, but I think what you see with other lines and with other big companies, you know, they have shareholders to yeah you know to keep happy and they just keep creaming off the top and if in one quarter of the line isn't making money it's like you know you know and who cares about the fans yep. and that is the beauty of this type of line is you know the fans are at the forefront of it you know they're heavily involved in the community themselves you know they have a weekly crazy youtube show with their production manager chris and uh, uh the designer george who gcon was named after he used to not work for them and now he works for them <laughs> they were always a big friend of his yeah. george gaspar but uh yeah you know they're engaged with the community i mean someone like jeremy gerard he's you know he was a huge big fan of the community now he runs legions con and he's their sales and marketing director i mean you know what better guy to yes. be kind of yeah. in there influencing yeah. you know he's i'm sure he's not he's not pulling the direction of the line but he's he's the fan's voice in there for sure mm, you know a lot yeah. of the time and he knows what the fans are you know they don't need to go out into the community now almost to know what the fans are going they just go hey jeremy so what would the fans think of this yeah and he go okay here you go yeah they're using their greatest the greatest asset which is that that fan community and having someone like that who is as you said the voice of the fans i think uh a lot of other companies we uh we tend to talk about on this show should probably uh you know take take notice yeah Yeah, just if you go to legions con i mean just you know, just to see how friendly everybody is, how nice, how engaged they are. You know, they're obviously they have a huge line, you know, at their table. They're always in good humor. 
they're smiling, laughing, you know, people are dropping up little small gifts maybe they've brought for them. They give a super nice reaction, you know, everyone's friendly, That's great. you know, always posing for selfies, you know. At the end of Legion's Con Day 2, there was a bunch of the guys from the studio just sitting in the lobby, waiting, uh, chatting to us, waiting for the traffic to die down because it was a big football or American football game around mm. uh, the area. And yeah, Eric Treadway was just sitting there on the couch, just chatting about like day-to-day stuff, you know, not even <laughs> Mythic Legions. So cool. You know, and you're like, this is the, oh, the toys on my shelf are yeah, made by you. Yeah, guys, it's them. You know, and I've just had a kind of a standard, normal conversation <laughs> in the hotel lobby, you know, and you said, <laughs> see you later, man. And I've gone, okay, bye. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. So, yeah. And, you know, to let people into their studio, you know. Yeah, that that to, is next level. To, They've got nothing to hide. Yeah, yeah, They're not, you know, some, no. you know, yeah, that's just. Yeah. And apparently, so there was a, there was an intern for the day, for the day in April. It was a spillover from the, so they had one the previous November and then April because it was a spillover. They offered it on the Kickstarter for the game, which is another thing that's coming, the Mythic Legions Tactics game. Mm. I think uh, that's yes, maybe something to talk about in the future. Yes. But um, basically, they had a bunch of people in the studio in April, and a lot of them actually, they showed them the ogre, you know, the 10-foot ogre, yep. was actually starting to be made then. So people actually saw the unpainted oh, bits wow. of uh, whatever it was, foam yeah, and resin. Yeah. I think it was a combination of foam and resin um, and actual leather and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because they do, like, apparently they do a lot of the, with the within the, the props company that they work beside, they do a lot of the props for Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was at lunch. I was at lunch with this guy Bill Mancuso from the studio. He was kind of, you know, in the uh, the the sub sandwich place the two days of the con with us. Really super nice guy. Him and Israel Ramirez. And yeah, he was just telling us. Yeah, some they just get a list on Thursday morning of what's needed. What can you do? And sometimes they work late, obviously. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you see that on your telly on Saturday night if you watch Saturday. Night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wowzers. Yeah. So yeah. So you've got very, something very here cool. in your your document about the Furious Four pack. Now I believe mm. this is from the My Wife's Gonna Kill Me guys. This is a accessory pack yeah. that they did for of, of their own. Is, so it's figures. So it's basically it's basically a set of figures. Okay. Uh, it comes in a comes in a nice box. The box here. Hold on a sec. Nope. This is the best audio. <laughs> so this is the con exclusive. Uh, you get a two pack of two the box like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah, nice. You see it? And yep. uh, yeah, basically, I just I just broke it all down into its various components just to kind of take a picture. That's a lot. She posted stuff. that on the Facebook group, and uh, people people liked it. So um, you did that. You broke it all down to that level. Yeah, I did that. I have wow. it. Uh, yeah, here it is in in a little sandwich bag. bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So what? There'd have to be at least fifty parts there, at least. Yeah. Of two yeah. figures. So. Yeah. So this allow- is two. Fi- this is two figures with four heads. Yes. And you're allowed two two packs. Yes. So you could basically make the four guys. Yes. Um, and then you had a lot of accessories left over. I mean, there's obviously multiple hands. But yeah, in terms of the limbs, you know, there is two. You know, there's there's literally you know two figures worth of stuff. Yep. And then a lot of the accessories and, and stuff. And you were able to get two two-packs for yourself? Yes, indeed, Beautiful. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It was actually, it was, 
you know, I got, I got the two two packs. They sorted out in the second day. The line there was a big line the yes. first day. Yeah. They put the exclusives table in the lobby the second day because they learned the trick. Because there was a lot of people wanting just loads of figures from the horsemen, mm. and then there was a lot of people like me that just wanted the exclusives. Yes. And so they split those lines. So then, you know, it was about a 20 minute queue the second day. It was grand. Oh, that's beautiful. And then at the end of the day, they had stock left because uh, they were smart and yep. brought enough for everybody. Yep. Um, and yeah, you could pick up more. I mean, with packing, I think I would have bought a case of them if, uh, if I lived in the States for sure. You know, I would have yep. bought a case of the six or whatever. Well, you had to go case. and buy another suitcase. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I bought a little, yeah, it was more like a kind of sports bag. Yeah, so just the local, there was a Walmart nearby. Just got a sports bag for $20. It was still cheaper than shipping it. So. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. That managed. was your carry-on luggage, so right? Just, you just sat yeah, on so your I did, lap on the plane? Yeah, like. <laughs> and in my in my room in the hotel, I don't know what the poor cleaning lady had to put all the, the empty legions boxes. <laughs> I don't know what she did to them. Towed up to So I did ceiling. keep, yeah, I did yeah. keep the exclusive boxes. Uh, yeah, I did keep a those and i got a set for there's a guy called nico who runs the european mythic legions group and i did promise to bring him home a set of the exclusive so i got him a set oh what a nice. hero so well done. basically yeah, yeah. Ah, you have to look after people no, no, 100%. couldn't agree more us international fans yeah the, uh, that goes a long way thank mm. you especially the good people you know yeah 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 <laughs> All right, so where can people, uh, in rounding out, where can people find out more about Mythic Legions if they've got a bit of a taste bud for them? Yeah, definitely. So uh, Mythic Conversations, that's Jeremy Gerard's uh, channel called Mythic Customs, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Uh, New York EST time. Mythic Customs channel, I always catch it on the next day on the on the rerun. Yep. Um, same day, Wednesday, at 4 p.m. Eastern, you have this four horse four ish horseman clock so four o'clock ish <laughs> uh, on the official four horsemen that's chris and george uh from the actual uh from the team there and they it's often just you know chris is very uh he's a very uh hyper guy you know, right. very full yes. of energy yep. Yep. and george is very much the straight kind of, you know we have to just kind of you know get the information out so it's <laughs> it's a it's a really funny dynamic <laughs> Um, and they often have, you know, maybe uh, things like test shots or, you know, stuff that came in from the factory. And sometimes they have nothing, just just waffling about stuff. But a lot of the <laughs> time cool. they'll have the first look at, uh, you know, for example, the Cosmic Legions uh, thing that I posted during the mm. week in, our, in your yep. Discord, uh, the the packaging. They had that yep. this week, yep. so that yep. was very cool. Uh, Legions Lounge, my favorite, one of my favorite fan-run uh, podcasts. Every second Tuesday, that's Trevor Williams, Nate Strong, uh, another super nice guy from Michigan, part of the kind of entourage with the, my wife is going to kill me, and uh, Bill Dranowski, so that's Dorclair. I'm sure everyone knows Dorclair on YouTube. They run a stream uh, every Tuesday. It's late at night for me, so I watch it the next day normally. Uh, have to mention the Adam Power channel, that's Israel Ramirez. Had a couple of lunches with Is, super, super nice guy. Um, lives out in uh, California, I think San Diego, maybe. Um, he's a friend of the studio since forever. Uh, so he's actually they they actually invite him to the GCon every year, and he's there as part of it. Uh, he does a his own YouTube channel. Um, shares a lot of stuff, so he has a lot of cool stuff. And then Dorklear Dor and Toy Bro, if you want to get reviews of the figures, yep. they're definitely where to go. Mm. Podcast Legions Cast. That's Lord Stephen from My Wife's Gonna Kill Me <laughs> with Len regularly now. Jeremy is often on it and he often has somebody else from the community 
Uh, Travis and Pete seem to not find the time for that anymore. Yep. Yep. I think Pete initially got burnt because he has to be not safe for work on it and he wasn't able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Poor lad. Um, and then social media, they have their, their, the Mythic Legions Cabal on Facebook. If that, that's just the key to, to everything. Mm-hmm. Everything will spring out from there. Walter Hagen runs that. He's now officially working, I think, for the studio. Do, do you know, do you know, uh, funny thing about off. Walter, right? I yeah. used to buy Battle Beasts off Walter. No. That's how, that's no how way. long. Ago. That's how small no this way. world is, man. Yeah. Like there Walter used to go be hardcore uh, Battle Beasts, you know, fanatic, right? And I uh-huh. slowly watched him, you know, entering the Mythic Legions and yeah. building <laughs> up, and then one thing led to another. And he is a big yeah. dude. Like he is just all muscle. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, he's uh, kind of a biker. You, you know, yeah. he, he, yep. he looks like a biker, and I know he has bikes. He, um, uh, very he's nice like a guy. groundskeeper or something. Just you know, local homes yeah. makes a lot of uh, yeah. in-hand cash. That's what deals he does, yeah, for like his that. day job. Yeah, uh, but like yeah. Walt, Walt, you know, Walt, massive respect, man. I've I've seen you go from um, you know just a casual everyday collector to uh, the powerhouse, um, you know, runner yeah. of social media. So mad respect. Whereas yeah, so he did too. a lot of yeah. he did a lot of things for the fans at LegionsCon. I didn't see that much of Walter. I was in my own kind of bubble, but yep. I know he was doing a lot of things for the fans and yeah. uh, uh, helping out people. He helps yeah. out a lot of people with oh, shipping. Look, I know that. So, so just another story that. of Walter, right? I used to be like, Walter, I've got $200. What? This is mm-hmm. my list. What can you get? And he would he would <laughs> literally he would literally uh, hook up deals and find wow. me. You know, like I can get you know eight eight figures, four weapons. That's it. You know, I'm like done, <laughs> cool. So you know that's how I built my battle beasts wow. because I could actually send a list to someone. Here's so, my list. Here's my budget. You know, he that's probably great. doesn't. I mean, I'm sure he still has his battle beasts and things, but doesn't want to hear mm. about it anymore. But I have the most respect for him, and uh, I just great. needed to give that plug. So. That was, you know, probably, you know, Mythic Legions is five years old. That was probably seven, eight years old uh, uh, at least. Wow. There you go. He'll be happy to hear this episode, I think. (laughs) Cheers, Walter. (laughs) Yeah, so if you want Mythic Legions, uh, just talk to Walter because I'm sure he'll do exactly the same as he did for Ben with the Battle Beasts. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's Walter. He runs that group. It's very well run. Uh, There's never usually that much uh, stuff in it. And if there is uh, anything negative it, or kind of drama it normally disappears yep. uh, the Mythic Legions European faction so that's for fans in this neck of the woods where I am, there's also Mythic Legions UK group, so uh, definitely join those if you're in that area of the world along with the Cabal, you should still definitely join the Cabal um, Four Horsemen Toy Design, Facebook, Instagram they're their two main social uh, platforms, definitely follow them there, don't forget the website sourcehorseman.com Frank is going there after this show, I know he's going just to look at the armory for yeah, sure. 100%. It's, it um, speaks my language. <laughs> and then storehorseman.com for there's also a link to the shop from the main website, but storehorseman.com for the pre orders. Uh, if they ever announce an in stock sale, it would be there as well. And that's where Trent's um, going when he if you want. 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, and if you, yeah, if you, my advice if you want to start collecting Mythic Legions now is get on the pre order train. Once you're on the train, you'll eventually catch up to where you get you have figures and you can start trading. You know, buy a few extra if you can afford them. You know, play the long game. You'll eventually have, you know, the multiple of this one and somebody will have an older one. They want to get the newer one that they couldn't afford at the time you pre-ordered it. Yeah. You know, it works around. Have a look around. On the Source Horseman, they have a list of official retailers. It's a huge, long list. Mm. 
Um, there's an Australian one. I think it's Marksman Collectibles, something like this. Okay. Does more of a kind of uh, I think it's more of a hobby kind of army painter type of shop. Mm-hmm. Could be. But yep. Um, yep. They they they. So just check on those shops. Some of them might have some stuff in stock. Just try one. Yeah. See definitely. what you think. Yep. You know, and, right. and the other thing is the secondary market's pretty solid. So if you don't yeah. like it, stick it online. You get your money back. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Wonderful. And where, where can people find more of your stuff? Are you selling at the moment or where can people find your customs or you yeah. got social so media? Generally, handles, con. Yeah. <laughs> generally, uh, post up in the Mythic Legion's Cabal under my own name. Yep. So just John Caulfield. I have a, an Instagram under my own name as well, John Caulfield. Uh, maybe John Caulfield 7, I think it is. Yep. Um, post a lot of the stuff there. Yeah, generally just selling the groups at the moment. We'll see about the future, but uh, cool. Yeah, you can Watch find me. Space. Reach yeah. out to me on yeah. <laughs> reach out be, to me on, on Facebook. No problem. That's pretty right. Soon. That's right. right. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I wish I had the talent. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this, you know, I, I got to I got to know uh, Emil Wickman when I was uh, there at Legions Con, guy, the Swedish guy, and I have sold stuff to him in the past. I sold him a figure that he made a Magneto custom of, for oh, example. Yes. Yeah. You might have seen, oh, he does all the Marvel customs. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Trevor Williams actually bought his Avengers team. He didn't yeah. want to sell them. But eventually, I think so much money got offered that he... Wow. Couldn't say he, no. He basically, he had a guy come to him and offer him so much money. And he said, oh, well, I already told Trevor I wasn't selling them. So then he had to go back to Trevor, Trevor. and say, this guy's offering me this much. <laughs> and I don't know how it went from there, but uh, Trevor has them now. So <laughs> you, you can you can join the dots. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's a super talented guy. He does amazing art and stuff, but he's also a sculptor. So he sculpts for Wolf King Customs mm-hmm. uh, uh, generally. And uh, yeah, he does a lot of these. A lot of these heads you see here, some of them are Emil's and... Uh, I wish I had his talent. Now that would be nice. Nice, <laughs> slow steps, mate. You know, <laughs> You'll get there. Eventually, but that's it, yeah. eventually. I didn't. If if you showed me these heads that I've painted now, you know, five years ago, I'd go, no, that wasn't yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you get yeah. get better, learn and improve by doing. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Once it, you you just don't rush anything. Just you know, take your time. You get quicker in the end. You know. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Exactly. It's a great great mantra to live by. Mm. Uh huh. Thank you so much, Beautiful. John. Oh, oh, amazing, amazing episode. No problem. Le- learned so much. Um, yeah, thank you again for those customs. I mean, it's probably been over a year. Oh, oh no problem, uh, guys. Late, uh, thanking you in person and eventually make it. And uh, yeah, we have cherished them each individually. Uh, they yeah, photograph so well. So yeah. 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 Maybe the follow-ups might arrive when I eventually make it in person. We do the live recording episode. Oh, that, that will be yeah. Uh, Look, we, we we can't promise you a, a, a superb it will happen, experience, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we it can, will um, happen, but yeah. it could be five, could be ten years. Who yeah. knows? Hopefully, you're still at it oh, at the time. No. Yeah, awesome. All right. Thank you again. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, thank you for all our Patreons. Thank you for everyone listening. Uh, really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you can buy a Mythic Legions. Uh, you've all heard where to find them. Uh, John, you know, all the yeah. best. Uh, thanks for, you know, popping up the Luxembourg, uh, you know, uh, 
a list, you know, and the uh, downloads from Luxembourg. <laughs> really, really appreciate that. No problem. Uh, no you problem. definitely put it on the R map. And, uh, I have to get yeah. my mum in Ireland to do one from Ireland. Yeah. Download it. You don't need to listen. <laughs> Just download it. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, all good. No, I really automatic downloads it. on her phone. That's what I do. The next time I'm home, I put auto downloads on her podcast app. <laughs> yes. Love it. There you Love go. It. All right. Yeah, all the best. Uh, look after yourselves and your loved ones. Cheers, boys. We'll, yeah, see you around the toy hours. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.